1: Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Rays reporter Bill Chastain. And Bill, the Rays continue their home run onslaught on Monday night north of the border against the Blue Jays. Uh, Four more home runs for this team that just continues to get the majority of their runs by hitting the ball over the wall. But overall, it, it feels like this is a big series with the Blue Jays. When you look at these two teams, they both come into the series under 500. they They're two teams that, that expect to contend in 2016, and they're certainly close enough to still both do that. Um, d- did you get that feeling heading into this series that this was, while it's still mid-May, kind of a big series for two teams that are still trying to find themselves?
0: Well, I don't think you ever really get that feeling in the clubhouse, but no. I think if you look at it as an outsider, you, you maybe get that feeling more. You know, these guys are used to playing a 162 game season and they just kind of roll with the punches. But uh, I would agree with you. I think it's kind of at a pivotal point of the season where both teams are kind of trying to find their identity. And, you know, so I think who comes out the winner of this could, you know, could be in the right frame of mind to move forward.
1: The the Rays obviously get off to a great start and they beat Jay Happ, who had been lights out so far this year for the Blue Jays, but they got to him early and often. You mentioned it being maybe a pivotal time, certainly not the best time for, for Logan Forsyth to head to the disabled list bill guy. Who's maybe been the the MVP of this team so far this season expected to miss a month, kind of a a random thing where he gets hit by a pitch. Um, But You know, when one guy gets hurt, it opens up an opportunity for somebody else, and that guy is Taylor Motter. Uh, He comes up, gets his first major league hit. What can the Rays expect to get from
0: Motter? Well, for starters, they got flexibility, and this is one of the things they're really excited about. I don't think they've had a player that really moves around as many positions and can play them well, as as well as he can, uh, since Ben Zobrist. Now, with the bat, he's not Ben Zobrist, but... uh, you know, he's young, he's got enthusiasm, uh, everybody on the team seems to like him. You know, they got, you know, their, their uh, exposure to him during spring training, so, uh, and and we saw it last night, you know, he played shortstop, and then once the Rays had the big lead, uh, Kevin Cash wanted to get a couple guys off their feet, Longoria and uh, Kiermaier, of course, anytime they're on artificial surface, you know, they're trying to rest their outfielders where they can, but, so then they brought Brad Miller in and moved Mata um, out to right field, so, uh, I think we're going to see him play a lot of different positions, and it gives the Rays some flexibility in uh, Forsyth's absence.
1: so he brings that, but but you do lose Logan Forsyth. What is the team going to miss the most about Logan Forsyth over the next maybe up to a month that they're missing him?
0: Well, you said it at, you know from the start uh, 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 probably the only other player you might give an argument would be Brandon Geyer, but other than him, I would say Forsyth is you know and, and I would say uh, Forsyth even trumps him. But uh, Forsyth has been their best offensive player to date. Uh, he's been solid, been the toughest out on the team. And, uh, you know, he's just a, one of these guys you, you put out there, and he's, you know he doesn't say a lot. He's dependable. You know, you just can't say enough good things about him.
1: You mentioned Brandon Geyer, which was right where I was going to head to next because it seems like, well, he's been good all year, but since Forsyth has been down, he's really kind of stepped up his game. He started seven straight games for this team, and he's another guy who can play some different places. He's DH'd. He's played both corner outfields. Uh, In those seven games, 10 hits. He's been on base a bunch of times as well. He hit two big home runs on Sunday. Uh, He has stepped up at, at the perfect time for this race team.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's he's making a case to be an everyday player. Uh, you know, and he would be for a lot of major league teams. Right now he's hitting the ball well and he's, you know, making them think twice about not putting him in the lineup. So, um, you know, if he doesn't hit the ball, he gets hit. So uh, the guy's just been on a real nice roll. So um, I think it's been a, a moderate surprise maybe uh, in that, you know, they were just expecting platoon from him, but I think he's got other ideas.
1: Bill, when we talked last week, we talked about Matt Andrees and and his great fill-in start. Um, but boy, did he back that up, right? He earned this, the chance to stay with this team, uh, and he was even better on Saturday. The two-hit shutout against the A's uh, in two starts now, sixteen innings, he's allowed just six hits and an earned run. Uh, was he better on Saturday than in the first start he made?
0: You know, I didn't see the game, uh, but. You know, obviously from the numbers, uh, he was you know a, a complete game shutout, and and it's pretty hard in in this organization to do a complete game shutout with all the matchups they like to play in the late innings and whatnot. So uh, I'm you know from what I read and, and what the line looks like, he must have really been good.
1: Uh, and you mentioned uh, liking to work the matchups, and they're going to have a little better, a little extra help in that bullpen. Seems like soon, Boxberger made his first rehab appearance on Sunday um what did you hear about the rehab appearance did he feel good after that and and is he on pace on schedule to get back when he wanted to
0: yeah i mean he uh he felt good afterwards and that at this stage that's the biggest thing so they'll probably get him a handful more of uh maybe not even a handful more of uh appearances at, at port charlotte uh, for the you know class a charlotte stone crabs and um after that you know bring him in like you know they they're they're, ult, they're ultra conservative in these situations so uh, when he does come back i think he'll be good to go
1: i want to run this by you bill and you can tell me if you think i'm crazy i read this somewhere i'm not sure exactly where i saw it but but it was an article basically making the case that that steven strasburg signing an extension and not being a free agent Uh, this coming off season could be a huge lift to the Rays just because they have so much starting pitching depth that it raises the the market if they were to make a trade. Do you give that any, uh, is there anything to that?
0: Well, I mean, I I think they're in a good spot. I don't know if Strasburg signing has done it or not, but uh, certainly their starting pitching is back to where it had been before last season. We all saw how, how dinged up they were last season, but you know, uh, and, and they kind of got in the pickle there. But now, you know, with Andrees coming on, you've got uh, Chase Whitley coming. coming. You've got uh, uh, Alex Cobb coming. Uh, you've got Erasmo Ramirez in the bullpen. Uh, you've got Blake Snell at the minor league level and, you know, other guys at the minor league level that are pushing up. So um, they're in a good situation with that right now, I think.
1: Yeah, it's certainly it's it's almost scary the amount of depth they have um, as far as starting pitching goes. Uh, when you look to the week ahead, obviously this series with the Blue Jays continues, Bill, and a great matchup on Tuesday, uh, Chris Archer and Marcus Stroman. And when I look at these two guys, I don't I don't know if I see similarities as far as the way they pitch, but two young pitchers who have kind of become the aces of their staffs and two guys that are both engaging off the field as well. They're both involved in social media quite a bit. They're both a great interview when you see them on on camera. Do you see those those kind of similarities between these two guys? And it seems like it's going to be a nice matchup on Tuesday night.
0: Yeah, I do see those similarities. I don't see it as much on the field basically because of their – Pitching styles. I mean, results-oriented, results-wise, maybe. But both of them, uh, you know, seem to be uh, self-aware and and concerned about social issues and uh, you know, intelligent. I mean, Stroman went out and got his, you know, on his day off, went to the graduation ceremonies at Duke the other day. So, um, and and of course, Archer was speaking about that yesterday and how he. You know, that's one thing he does. He uh, he wouldn't call it a regret because he wanted to sign professionally and and put everything into that. But he would have liked to get his college degree as well. So, you know, he gave kudos to Strowman on that.
1: Yeah, and I know Strowman said he he thought he would have to wait until maybe his mid 30s to get that degree, but. It's funny how things turn out. He tears the ACL, so he misses all of last season. It allowed him to rehab at Duke while taking the classes. So a great story for him, and and two class acts, certainly still early in their careers. Great stuff, as always, Bill. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Rays edition. For Bill Chastain, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week.